Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Help for HD Lives, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, Hello everyone and thanks for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Huntington Study Group. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today I have a very special guest on. I've got Louise Vetter from HDSA on. If you don't know her, you should. She's the CEO of HDSA and um, has done some really amazing things for the HD community. And today we're going to be talking about a new platform um, called Patients Like Me and um, just talking about what it is and how you can get involved with that. And uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Louise. Thanks, I'm so glad to be here. So, let's, let's start with what Patients Like Me is. Yeah, Patients Like Me is an online community, first and foremost. It's been around for a long time. Patients Like Me was founded as a website more than 10 years ago, um, and very early on focused on the ALS community, so it knows neurodegenerative diseases. And it was a place for families to come together and share their experiences, with disease, to connect to others going through a similar situation, and to collect data that can help inform really what it means to, to live with a disease. The patients like me have been around for a while. We saw that they were able to do all of these things. And um, just in June, we announced a partnership between HDSA and patients like me to create an HD-specific community. And what's really great about patients like me, and one of the reasons I'm excited about this, is that it is a um, safe community for uh, HD family members to participate, share, and connect. And it is moderated. And that's what I mean by safe, is that there is a moderator who makes sure that all the information that's being shared is scientifically vetted. If someone asks a question, there's someone making sure that a good answer is being provided. Um, it's not trolls, it's not spam, it's not marketing. Um, it is PhD community sharing and helping one another. And that's, that's really our phase one rollout of patients like me at HDSA, and that's, that's the first thing that I'm really excited about. Now, what we hope to do with patients like me is once we get a lot of people enjoying and interacting on the platform, which is anonymous, by the way, and all of the information is safely secured off-site. HDSA doesn't see the users. You can create anonymous profiles and all of that. But once we have a good number of people using it, our intent is to start building that patient experience type information that can help clinical researchers and drug developers better understand from the family perspective what HD families need. Because right now, there are so many ways 
the genetic testing process was, how hard it is to connect to mental health services, all of those experiences, I believe, and HDSA believes, are really important to helping to inform better care and better treatment. And that's, that's what will ultimately um, be really a powerful part of patients like me. Well, and the other part of it that's really great, um, as you said, you know, they hear from the clinicians and they hear from caregivers. It gives the patient a voice, and it's something that I think we tend to lose in the HD community is we hear everybody else, you know, but we stop listening to what the patient is saying. So it's a great place to be able uh, to connect with other patients and talk about what you're going through. Um, it, it's an amazing platform. If you go on there, you can actually put in other diseases as well. You can track everything on there, and that is what I love. It's an all-in-one place to put your medical stuff, um, and you can see, you know, if you want to, if you don't want to be anonymous, you can put your picture, have a profile, and see, like, oh, this person has Huntington's and this disease, too, and, you know, how does that contribute and complicate? And um, it's absolutely amazing. Um, I really love it. That's great. I'm so glad you explored it. Um, what I... What I love is, you know, we have some physical users who every day are sharing how they feel and, you know, are really using it to track symptoms and doctor visits. And, again, all of that information is confidential to them. But the de-identified data, if we have a lot of folks using it, will help build the, the sort of big, you know, picture, the big view of what it means to navigate Huntington's disease. And, um, and to your point, no one is just one illness or one situation or one feeling, so you can participate in so many different forums. You can be part of the HDSA community, but then also join the forum on depression or caregiving or cancer or anything else that is affecting how, how you need to take care of you. Yeah, and it's just a perfect, um, perfect platform. I really do love it. And, and the reason that the information, you know, when Louise was talking about the identified, the reason this information is so important, especially right now, we were having this conversation, is the fact that we know in the HD community that we really need an earlier diagnosis of things to be able to get the care that we need and to be able to get the treatments that we need. So this is a great way to get the research data that we need to be able to show the people who, who deal with that, you know, who make the criteria, that this is not just a, a clinician saying this. This is not just a drug developer saying this. These are patients saying this and they're experiencing it. So that's a really great way to get that information and do that. The really important point is that the FDA and the regulators who are you know, really holding the strings related to what therapies are available to, to families, they need to persistently be reminded about the impact that um, the Huntington's disease has on all aspects of someone's life. The urgency, the comprehensiveness of that impact, you know, everything. So we, we want to continue to paint that picture for them in increasing detail and, again, communicate that urgency so it stays on their radar. Uh, going to take a lot of innovation um, and a lot of persistent focus for drugs for HD, really meaningful therapeutics to come forward. And we know it's a long, hard fight, and it takes all of us you know, really kicking at every direction to erode the barriers to better care and better treatment. 
how would people access patients like me? Can they go to the HDSA website, or um, is there a specific um, link that you – I think you guys send out a link via email, too, um, about it. Yeah, the easiest way to get to the HD community is hdsa.org slash PLM. So just right there, that will take you directly into the HD community. You can create a profile. Again, you can be catdog at gmail.com. You know, you can absolutely create your own profile, um, but we try and make it easy. You can also go to patients like me and choose Huntington's disease, but, um, but that's like I'm going to say sneaking in the back door. It doesn't always get you where you need to be, um, whereas the hdsa.org slash PLM puts you right there from the front door. And I'll make sure to include that link on the show page as well um, so everybody can access it easily. And we'll make sure to also share it in our Facebook and Twitter group um, because I think it's very important that we as a community really get together on there. And not, not to say that Facebook groups aren't great, but um, – you know, there's not always correct information. So I think this is going to be a, a great thing as well as far as making sure there's correct information being shared about HD um, and, and, you know, deal with those myths. Uh, that's one show we did with mythbusters of, of HD. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the desperate search for information, it's really easy um, to sort of accept the first thing that comes your way, right? And so... What we try and do through places like patients like me and other online resources that we have is try and connect folks to the best care as quickly as possible. So something that we see that happens on Facebook is someone might post a message asking for a care provider. And they're, you know, how do I connect to a social worker? I'm looking for this particular, you know, person to talk with. And um, a lot of folks glom on with information but it may not be the most efficient way to connect somebody to care. And so in a moderated space where you have, whether it's a member of the HDSA staff team or a professional at CLM who's looking at the, the postings, they can make sure that if someone in Texas is looking for a social worker, they're getting Cheryl Lenheiser's contact information like that, right? We don't, we don't want that delay um, because delay when it comes to care um, hurts in real ways. So um, is there also, like, is it split up where it's adult onset and juvenile? Is that an option yet, or um, is it all together on patients like me? Yeah, I believe one of the surveys allows me to select um, juvenile onset, but that is absolutely something that will be um, developed more as we have more people participating. So once we have sort of that core group, then we can subdivide a little bit. Um, based on different user experiences. So that's be more of a caregiver section as we have more caregivers, more juvenile impact, and so forth. Well, Louise, I really appreciate you coming on. Do you have any final thoughts for the community? Just to keep fighting, um, Lauren, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about patients like me and to also connect with me because there's so much work that as a Huntington disease community we have ahead of us to make sure that families have access to the best care um, and that the treatments that we so desperately need happen as quickly as possible. So we're, we're in this together. Absolutely. And one of the things you said earlier when we were talking really resonated with me, and it's the fact that even even with clinical trials, if they, they fail and we're, you know, we have to go a different way, the care is still needed, right? We, that never changes in that we're needing care and we, um, we need to improve that. So 
um, thank you for everything that you are doing, and um, you guys are, are fighting hard for us, and so we really appreciate it. And thank you for coming on, and it was really a pleasure talking with you. Thank you, Lauren. I hope everybody has a great week. Please make sure to tune in to our show ne next week as well. We've got a really good lineup coming up, um, and I actually may have information on a new book about Huntington's coming out, so um, make sure to tune in and everybody take care. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.